Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Schoolhouse Cracked. Good to see you again. As always, this is Brett Derrickson and my good friend, Dr. Marcus Motorchandler. In today's episode, we're going to find out the substitute teacher said what? <laughs> and did what? <laughs> Back to Schoolhouse Cracked with me as always is Mr. Brett Derrickson, current school administrator doing the good deed of working with kids, teachers, and families every single day. Yeah, my good friend Dr. Marcus Motorchandler helped me through all those processes, and now he's educating the future educators, future leaders at uh, higher ed. Yep. Um, so today we want to know, uh, based off of some of the things we've heard from our audience and our personal experiences, um, the substitute teacher said what, Brett? <laughs> or, in, or in some cases, the substitute teacher did what? Oh, yeah. Crazy um, stories. And so I just want to preface this with we know there's, there's a teacher shortage, and we know substitute teachers across the nation are hard to come by. Um, and when we find a really, really good one, what do we do? Well, we work them to death. Yeah, we work them to death, and they don't <laughs> want to come back. Um, and when we find uh, uh, some other substitute teachers, those are where some of the crazy stories uh, come from. Yeah. Um, and so uh, you and I were having lunch today, and you were telling me about um, uh, uh, an incident that you had yeah. with a substitute teacher recently. Yeah. Um, maybe pack ratting some things they shouldn't be. Yeah, the yeah. snack master. Uh, that's what <laughs> we. Snack pack. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, obviously, this uh, uh, gentleman has been in, been working in our district, in our school for for quite a while. And uh, oh, geez, he's one of those kind of sit back and let the kids do things until there's a problem. But the bigger problem was he stopped babysitting and started snack digging. And what happened is we had to do a sting operation in order to prove that he was stealing snacks from teachers in order to tell him he couldn't come back to our building. Like, so. wait, 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 like, like, like going into the teacher's lounge refrigerator and digging through lunch boxes or like what's going on here? No, I wish. Uh, more, <laughs> more what happens is uh, the teacher comes in, uh, he gets his things settled in. He goes through the, the lesson with the kids, uh -huh. gets them started, and then ap apparently every time and immediately after doing interviews with students and with teachers <laughs> and our little sting operation, just digs through the teacher's desk and their drawers and underneath their desk, anywhere that they might have snacks, and he eats and drinks their drinks all day long. We actually have one report from one student that he drinks six Coca-Colas uh, in a single day uh, from uh, one of their teachers, including two Coca-Colas in one that's class a, that's period. That's like diabetic shock if you <laughs> drink that know, many I know. I know, but this is, this is, we laughed oh about it God. because we're talking, we're having a hard time, as, as everybody out there knows, we're having a hard time getting bus drivers. We're having a hard time getting the essential workers of school from 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 the uh, uh, the end of transportation all the way through the classroom, but uh, no no bigger challenge has uh, than than substitute teachers. And this is something that that we've dealt with in our in our twenty years in education. It's, mm -hmm. it's always been a challenge, particularly on Fridays. But uh, definitely the funniest thing I've ever had to do uh, as an administrator was design a snack experiment experiment to prove that the snack master had actually been stealing the snacks. Yeah. I, I just feel for that teacher who's coming back from maybe like two days off being sick, but really like still trying to grade student papers, designed a lesson for first day back, and, uh, and just after a hard day of missing two days being sick, reaches into their drawer for like a cliff bar. And it's gone. <laughs> it's just gone. No, my favorite, though, is, is that 
this uh, I'd heard about the snack master and I guess I'd laughed it off. So this is caught on the snack. Oh, yes. Right? Okay, oh, right, yeah. Right, right. So the snack master had a nickname before we decided that we had to deal with this as an actual problem. But really what it came down to was, was concerned students coming to the office and saying, Mr. Derrickson, uh, this substitute is stealing Miss So-and-so's snacks. And I'm like, okay, you know, a lot. Okay, right up a Admittedly, report. in middle school, though, snacks do ha- are it's a commodity, and so students appreciate that. Well, yeah. then it's it's yeah. re- honestly at the end of the day, it's a cute story of kids looking after a specific teacher. Yeah. But having you know, you can't slip anything past kids. Mm-hmm. Like u- ultimately, these students had had this substitute in a number of classes, and actually over a couple of years. And they had known, they have a different nickname, I can't remember what it is, but I, you know, it's not the snack master to them, it's some, something else. But they felt compelled yeah. to, to stand up for their teacher and be like, you've, Mr. Derrickson, you've got to put an end you know, to the snack master. That sense of justice. <laughs> I, I guess it's a good problem to have because if, if they didn't care about and love their teachers, they'd probably ask if they could eat the snacks with the snack master. Yeah, that's what I would have done. I would have said I would have I would have I was devious enough to probably have struck a deal with the snack master. Yeah. To like maybe a, a little bit of extortion. Yeah. Like, "Hey man, everybody sees that you're drinking their cokes. Yeah. I like You've to buy yourself a day if you give me half of that cook <laughs> yeah, bar." Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean it for sure. What's what's one of the craziest things you've dealt with um, from students reporting to you as a counselor or as a, or as an admin in regard to uh, Substitute teachers. Um, well, you, your snack story brought up one, and then I have kind of the craziest one. Uh, but I, we had a substitute teacher who – this is before Uber. This is before, um, like, Postmates. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the side hustles, the, the, the gig economy yeah. didn't exist. And so we had a substitute teacher who was in the building regularly, did some long-term subbing, and was snelling, uh, snelling, selling cup of noodles on the side for a <laughs> buck a pop to <laughs> kids. <laughs> That's terrible. And we had this, and and we like we couldn't figure out why the microwave in the lunchroom was like dirty all the time, and like why kids were using it like crazy all of a sudden. And there was a black market economy around cup of noodle soup. Um, and, and then uh, finally, the kids said like, "Hey, she's got like the file cabinet doesn't have our papers in it. It has like thirty six <laughs> cup of noodles from Costco." Um, What's well, just a good side hustle though? Kids yeah. love. No, cup they of love noodles. And if they you have access noodles. to a microwave, that's a good sale but item. But I think the there was a bit of naivety there on the substitute teacher's part because when you're in a high school, kids have side hustles too. Yeah. And I think she she stepped on somebody's turf. Yeah. Other kids were selling snacks. Yeah. And they weren't going to have it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, she's not the only entrepreneur uh, in the no, building. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, the business classes were highly <laughs> successful. Apparently, um, one of the one of the craziest ones though is we had a substitute teacher fill in for a, a, a teacher who was on maternity leave, um, um, and um, just had a ton of problems. Like, yeah. With, with student behavior. Yes. Um, and and like a group of kids I knew to be a good group of kids. Like, yeah. I mean. High school behavior, right? They're going to be squirrely sometimes. Um, but was in the classroom, supposed to long-term sub for the rest of the, the school year, the rest of the, rest of the semester. And uh, and the teacher asked if I could come in and talk to him as an administrator. And I walk into the classroom, and I see the group of kids, and I'm like, these kids did what? <laughs> You're saying these kids are, like, the worst kids you've ever had? Yeah. And, like, I see, like, top of class, top of class, like, captain of a team, captain of a team, yeah. like, star of the play, yeah. uh, like, kid who has their own volunteer organization. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kids selling a cup of noodles, and uh, and I was like, "There's absolutely no way." Um, so I told him, "I was like, hey guys, here's the deal. Like, I'm getting these reports. If I hear it again, we're gonna have a different conversation." So then the kids go back door and they're like, "Hey, Dr. MC, she's making this shit up." <laughs> 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 
And I was like, what? And they said, yeah, she's just making it up about us. Like, yeah, we got our lab done on time, and we all got, like, good grades on it, but, like, somebody made a smart comment, and she didn't like it, and then we were all in detention. Uh, so, like, all right, all right, all right. So, anyway, fast forward, I have a conversation with the teacher. I'm like, hey, I'm just concerned here. Like, I'll coach you through this. Like, we yeah. will – we can meet during plan, like, once a week, and we're just going to talk about some student engagement strategies, student behavior. Well – one day she doesn't show up for a meeting, <laughs> and she didn't show up the first period. And so we're like, okay, she didn't show up, no call, no show. We need somebody to cover this class. <clears throat> so I call her, no answer. About an hour later, I get a phone call back. Hey, I'm in Dubai. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm s- How'd sorry? she get there? Uh, I don't know. Like That's like, a, I think, a 14-hour flight. Oh, yeah. And, and so uh, she must have left like the day after, like the hour after I talked to her and went, and, and I like to think I'm pretty pretty open accepting but i think she got caught out that she was making shit up about kids and then literally skipped the country like she was skipping parole that is awesome <laughs> i would love for that person to be a guest on this show honestly <laughs> i want to know how dubai was yeah here's here's a here's a bad one uh serious bad so we we have uh and I, I don't remember if this was when you were with us or not big fight in the gym we had we uh, speaking of maternity leave we had a pe teacher out on paternity leave and so, you know, uh, two weeks of substitutes in and out. And, of course, um, there's lesson plans. The teacher did a nice job of, mm-hmm. of, of setting it up. But, you know, the sub- this particular substitute, and I think this has happened a number of days in a row for these kids, just kind of like the roll the balls out type of thing in the gymnasium. In elementary school, it's parachute day. Yes. Yeah, parachute oh day. Oh, my gosh. That was yeah, so fun. Sorry, sorry. That's okay. Good memory <laughs> there. But uh, the point is, is, you know, kids are playing basketball, and – uh, an argument over rules comes out, mm-hmm. and that goes from an argument about rules to a pretty serious, like altercation. Mm-hmm. So we we go back. We have we have cameras in the gymnasium, and we 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 watch the whole thing. There's audio, and basically, there's a pretty violent act. Oh, I think I remember this. <laughs> yes, I had oh, to walk the substitute out because we could see from the camera that <laughs> he was playing solitaire mm-hmm. all the way through the beginning, the middle, and the end of the fight. And we had already brought the kids into the office and begun yeah. discipline before the guy had even realized there was a fight. Administration had been down there. Kids had been removed. Oh my and he, he was clueless as to why I was telling him he had to leave the building at that time. Oh, uh, <laughs> that was pretty. That was one. That was one of the ones where I'm like, oh my, I think we've got to have a better process for like like meeting and greeting our substitutes and just like having some clarification, embedding them in the school <laughs> yeah. and helping them helping them get their feet under. Them. Yeah, like, yeah. As you were talking, I forgot all about that story, mm-hmm. but just yeah, I'm playing solitaire on the computer for 45 minutes yes. on camera. Yeah. Um, while kids are just beating the crap out of each <laughs> other, um, and uh, and it reminded me of I, I believe I was in second grade, <laughs> so this is going back a ways. Um, and uh, I had a substitute teacher, and and smart. I mean, she had to have been a smart woman. I, I didn't know it at the time, but as an adult, I'm like, this lady knew what she, exactly what she was doing. Yeah. So we did not for so it, it ate our school day. Second graders, we did not learn a single thing from the teacher's original lesson plan. The yeah. sub had us play bingo the entire day, <sighs> but had but had a suitcase full of like, uh, like. Party toys like like each the little plastic fish or like oh a keychain or like stickers, and so she kept us all in line for eight hours playing bingo with prizes. And the administration thought she was the best substitute. On oh, the probably. Yeah. Yeah. No problems. No kids had a great day. Yeah, kids. Thank you, Miss So and So. Covered face covered in stickers. Yeah. 
absolutely. I've got like eight plastic trout on a on a keychain. I would have yeah. loved to have been a fly on the room when that substitute yeah. was preparing for that day. Like, listen, I can just go to the. I'm gonna make a hundred bucks, but if I spend twenty bucks at the dollar store. I'll always have a job. <laughs> yeah, and I'll have a great time. Who doesn't want to just play with bingo and he- I'm heads up, seven up? I used yeah. to cover classes. I'm, I'm, I'm not impervious to this either, Marcus, because, yeah. you know, as an educator, there are times when there's simply not enough subs. This happens actually quite frequently yeah. now. Yeah, I remember this. And this is like, this will be for another time if we ever get serious. But, like, there is a substitute shortage, mm-hmm. and, and substitute teachers are, are can be essential. Mm-hmm. Uh Here's a, just a serious fact that we'll bring up another time. We did some data at our school. 85% of our discipline incidents this first semester occurred while substitutes were in the classroom. Right. Well, so, I, I just want to interject, though, and, and give substitutes some grace. Even yeah. the best substitute is walking into a room yes. where they may be a wonderful teacher and have, have the ability to build great relationships, but they're walking in at 8 a.m. not knowing any of those kids. And so you don't have that same leverage yes. of relationships and rapport and expectations yeah. and norms. And so I, I, we've been bagging on subs, but I just want to give them the benefit of the doubt. There. Absolutely, yeah, 100%. Yeah. You're yeah. supposed to be able to conduct yeah. a, you know, uh, either a lesson or an entire day, like you're speaking right. of, an elementary school based on somebody's written instructions. I mean, it's really a terrible process. There's almost almost no way to be totally successful yeah, if you're the yeah. substitute, in, in all fairness. Um, but it, but in uh, and and this is this is we have to cover classes often mm-hmm. as teachers and often as administrators when there's a breakdown, like somebody's got to get in there. But I used to always ignore my colleagues' lesson plans and play heads up, seven up for an hour for for an hour, for a I ninety just, minute block. I was probably saying <laughs> I I was about to admit that for a ninety minute block, kids loved it. Tenth yeah. graders, eleventh graders will play heads up, seven up for ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. I had this little technique where I would also play with them. And I would lick my fingers before I put my hand on their thumb because they never expected the adult to be the one that would do something disgusting this, like that. Uh, I'm, I'm, this is, let's <laughs> preface this. This is pre-COVID, I'm assuming. <laughs> yes, yeah, this uh, is pre-COVID. Well, yeah. Well, so my, my, my cop-out when I was covering, um, even as an administrator, was I'd ask the kids generally, like, well, what – Sometimes you have an emergency where the teacher doesn't have a chance to leave subplans yeah. either, and those are hard. But you just ask the kids, like, what are you guys working on? And yeah. as an administrator, you yeah. really should know. Yes. Kind of like, well, ninth grade English is on this yes. unit, and tenth grade science is on this unit. Um, but, I mean, in a big school, 2,000 kids, you're not going to know all that. So I'd ask the kids, like, what are you what are you work, currently working on? And there's always – the kids are going to be good. They're like, yeah, you know, we're doing um, – you know, we're, we're talking about the Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah. So I'm like, great. So I, I'd go find a book it. Or a Kahoot yeah. with questions related to that, and like we're gonna play it, and they lose their minds. Yeah, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get into the questions, and obviously they're written by a teacher in like Tennessee or like Texas, and not from our state. Yeah, yeah. And they're getting upset when the question. They're like, "We didn't learn this about the Emancipation <laughs> Proclamation." <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you're right, you didn't. <laughs> but now you did, and uh, and they'd always have a good time. Oh but, yeah. But so we we've kind of been bagging on subs here now for a bit. But uh, what? Tell me about a time you just had a sub that came in and just killed it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, we, um, gosh, not to give too much away. I work in a unique community, and, and we have a lot of, uh, of, of retired military uh, here in the, in the Pikes Peak region. And, and very frequently, uh, these folks are highly skilled at setting clarification, uh, just, just being simple, uh, doing those little things like like greeting him at the door. Right, right. I guess I guess the substitutes I think that are, are absolutely the most successful 
Well, the ones that know those things about kids that, that good teachers do. Uh, they, you know, the kid that's uh, Mr. Funny or wants to be a class clown, they memorize their name first. Right. Uh, they put them in a position of, of leadership they really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best yeah. thing you can do as a substitute is, like, whoever's giving you the most amount of crap in the first 30 seconds, that's the kid that you send down to give the attendance because mm -hmm. for several reasons. They're either going to do something terrible in the hallway and bring attention that helps you get support from your administration, right. or you're going to turn them from 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 a adversary to an ally mm -hmm. uh, in in two seconds. But we have a ton of really great uh, substitutes in our system, and, and other ones that that I really appreciate if they happen to watch this or happen to know me are are the parents of students. Mm -hmm. uh, there's there's some stay at home uh, spouses. And when they get connected to the community, they tend to know more of the kids. Right, right. Uh, they tend to have a, an idea of the culture of the school in the community. They might even have a school shirt in their closet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, and that that authentic approach uh, to uh, to the classroom, even from that position, is is, is a winning formula. Yeah. You know, for sure. Uh, but we've had plenty of good ones. But here here's one a story from the past. So I I was terrible. I was the kid that when I'd walk into a classroom and see a substitute teacher, I would walk right back out, find all of my friends, be like, we've got a sub, and kind of start, I, start I, I, playing. I'm not even remotely surprised about this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I used to love it. This is a terrible one. So I, I fortunately, you know, I went to high, start off high school here in Pike Street Region, then ended up in a, in a small town school in Ohio. So we would regularly have, in Ohio, substitutes that we knew from, from right, our community. Right. Well, this lady... I thought she was gorgeous. She's young, young, and I can remember her name, Mrs. Crossgrove. Hopefully she's married and doesn't have that name anymore or doesn't watch this. But the point <laughs> is, she she was... I don't know, Miss Crossgrove, if you're out there, I don't know you and I don't know this story, but let me apologize in advance. Well, she was, she was, I thought she was stunning, but she did have a bit of, like, a I don't want to say a mustache, but... <sighs> Kind of, and so what I would do is every time we would, this is terrible, every time we'd have a class with Miss Crossgrove, I would convince my friends to just kind of mark her a little mustache onto their faces. Oh, my God. And so we, like a classroom of... Yes. Oh, it was a whole conspiracy. And this poor lady, I did it, I did it to her probably... Five or six times. It's definitely on those lists of things for me to like address with St. Peter at the gates. But the point is, though, is is to bring it back. What a tough job. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't think you knew this about me, um, but uh, you know, I've worked in and around education my entire career, and I started off as a as a library aide in an elementary school in undergrad, and and worked every. Did not know that. Teacher, instructional coach, counselor, yeah. AP, uh, principal, CT director, and now. Uh, working in higher ed, yeah. um, but one of the jobs I had before I went to graduate school, I was a substitute teacher. Wow! Uh, and and holy shit, that's a hard job. Yeah. But it was also super fun because you don't have the same level of accountability you yeah. do if you're teaching every day. Yeah. Um, but I, the lesson that stood out to me is I, uh, I got I, I was in an elementary band class, <laughs> and so it's like an elective. And I was like, I don't I don't know anything about music. I, I played an instrument maybe when I was in sixth grade. Um, so the kids come in and there's no lesson plan, but it's an elective. So I guess they're just supposed to practice their instruments. But I don't know where their instruments are. They're in lockers. Things are locked up. Oh and, my. But the only thing that's not locked up is a uh, is a crate of cowbells. Oh there's no. like 30 cowbells. Oh, terrible. And and uh, this is right like five years after, maybe six years after, kind of the height of the uh, Christopher Walken cowbell sketch on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I need more cowbell. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> and so I just I I made up a lesson knowing nothing about music with 30 cowbells and did it all day long. And then at the end of the day, a teacher down the hallway came in and oh, just reamed me. I bet. And she said, I've been listening to those damn cowbells I for bet. seven hours. I bet she was homicidal. <laughs> You're lucky you didn't cause a significant, like, yeah. the, op, the butterfly effect of, like, horrible behavior. Horrible things happening over the course of the rest of the day. Do you think day, that maybe like, that instrument is not called a cowbell? I mean, usually you're spot on, but I'm guessing the mere fact that it's an instrument in a classroom is it a glockenspiel <laughs> it's a glockenspiel but i bet it's not a cowbell all right yeah if you all know what the cowbell is actually called please let us know yeah. otherwise i'm going to google it and i'm going to just find probably cowbell and i'm going to go with it well this is yeah. a great episode folks for you guys to just uh let, let your hair down uh to a certain extent we do want to make a shout out at schoolhouse cracked uh, where we're looking at all, all of the things that create challenges, all of the things that, that we hope to resolve that could just make our schools uh, even more fabulous places for kids and teachers in the community. But we do have a shortage of substitute teachers, and we do need you, and it is an important day for kids. And like I said with that discipline statistic, when you have substitute teachers who can uh, engage um, and, and meet the kids where they're at, uh, it makes the difference in a whole school day for the entire building mm -hmm. and so uh but this is not a bad time for you guys just get on onto our website and tell some stories uh about the things that you did or the things that you've experienced mm -hmm. and substitute teachers just get right after us and tell us not only about your experiences in our schools but tell us about the bigger issues too that come up with you as you engage in our classrooms yeah and so you hit on a great point there brett so send us your comments at Schoolhouse Cracked, our YouTube channel. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and download us on all your favorite podcast channels. Um, but I do want to say uh, substitute teaching is a tough job. Um, there's a lot of great ones out there, and we really do appreciate you. Yeah. There are that are the snack masters. Yeah. Um, please don't steal the teacher snacks. Yeah. Um, but I do want to end this on a challenge. And as you were talking, Brett, um, and something that you, I know you and I have talked about over the years, but uh, substitute teaching is a great way for the community to still know what's going on in schools. Um, we yeah. all think we know what's going on in schools because we all went through school. But for some of us, it was 20, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> but more specifically, my challenge is to central administrators, sub a class. Yeah, absolutely. If, central, if you're a director of nobody gives a shit, um, <laughs> get into a classroom and sub once a semester. Remember what it's like to be in the classroom. It's yeah. easy to forget what a, what a kid's experience and a teacher's experience is in the classroom. And we did an episode on, on school board elections, yeah. and we did an episode on what's on the ballot. If you're going into policy or a policymaker or running for school board, get into the classroom and yeah. see what's actually going on. Yeah. Um, also, we just need good people in the classroom. 100%. I love that call out. Love to see some school board members in our classrooms and, and uh, community members as well. Well, let me preface that. I'd like to see some school board members <laughs> yeah. in the classroom. Or, like, or you want to see a school board member in the classroom as a substitute teacher, yeah. not just randomly showing up. Just popping <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. Let's preface that. Uh, board members, substitute, substitute teach. Substitute yeah. teach not right. a bad idea, though, for the community yeah. to find out what's really going on in schools. And what, what, what you'll really find out is there, there's your Brett Derrickson's out there that are uh, drawing mustaches on their face and, and giving substitutes a hard time. But you're also going to find out that 90% of our students are just uh, really neat people and uh, easy to engage with and and at this important time in their lives, and it actually might be a refreshing thing yeah. for you to get to do. So again, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, download us on all your favorite podcast channels, comment below with what you have experienced and what the heck did the substitute teacher just say. Yeah, absolutely. Or do. Yeah. <laughs> this is Schoolhouse Cracks signing off. We'll see you in our next episode.